0: What can you begin to believe? It might be something as simple as I am open to the unlimited abundance and prosperity that it is available to me to receive. Now, you may not know how. Begin with something simple. Begin to meditate. Meditate means to roll in your mind over and over again. Begin to think about, begin to feel. What would it feel like to have all of the money? So you embody, you become one with, and you own that new empowering belief. And then from that place, eventually your life will really manifest abundance.
1: I love how you said, ask yourself, what can you begin to believe? And even the example that you gave was like, I am open to the idea of, I think sometimes we think with affirmations that we have to be so resolute and it's like, it's that little opening. Can I begin? Can I be Mm -hmm. open to this? Hi, welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here. I wanted to share an incredible free resource with you. That's been a money game changer for more than a thousand women and a few men too. My Money Wounds Quiz will quickly diagnose your top money wounds and then you'll get access to a free masterclass on how to heal them. I get comments all the time sharing how life-changing this resource is and no one can believe it's free. Just go to moneywoundsquiz.com to get started. Hello, welcome to the M Makes Money Show. I hope you guys are doing great. It is Friday. It is Halloween weekend. So we've got a lot of fun things ahead of us. It's like my son has a Halloween party at his jujitsu place. And then we've got sports all weekend. Jeff and I are going to an adults-only costume party tonight. And of course, trick-or-treating on Monday. So all the good things that this time of year brings us. And you guys are going to love the interview that I did today. I cannot wait to tell you all about it. But first, I want to let you know just a couple things that are going on in my world. Number one is that I am enrolling right now for the last live program that I'm going to teach this year, and it's called Legacy, and it's about building wealth that outlives us. This program is really special because I'm sharing all of the wealth strategies that Jeff and I use, and I guarantee you there are things that you have not heard of. So this is not your traditional, here's how to tighten your belt, here's how to have a budget, here's how to use a 401k to plan for your retirement, or here's buying real estate. These are really out of the box, innovative ways to multiply your money. And I will tell you that the only people that I have ever heard talk about or mention these strategies are very high net worth individuals. So it's going to be, absolutely value-packed. It's like the behind-the-curtain look that most of us have always wanted. So Legacy is enrolling now. At the time of this recording, it is on early bird pricing for 555, but the price is going up to 1555 So either click the link in the show notes or send me a DM if you want in, and I would absolutely love to have you there. It's going to be so incredible. I also am working on planning retreats for 2023. I'm going to be doing one in the spring and one in the fall, and that is it. So you do have the opportunity of getting on the wait list, being first to know about these retreats and getting access to exclusive discounts. So if you want that, again, you can slide into my DMs. You can DM me the word retreat, and I will get you onto the wait list or... I don't know if we can put a link in the show notes. Email subscription things are weird, but we will try. (laughs) We'll try to put a link in the show notes. And then lastly, I do have a couple spots open inside of my high-level mastermind and one-on-one coaching. So if you've been wanting to dial in coaching and mentorship for the end of 2022 to help take it through the finish line and then moving into 2023, let me know because I have limited spots available, but I always love it when it's podcast listeners who say, I'm ready to work with you because I feel like we already know each other so well and we can just go deep right away on whatever is holding you back from creating the luxe life that you've always wanted. So with that, I cannot wait to dive into this interview today with Constance Arnold. And Constance is one of the world's most popular international radio talk show hosts. She has a platform that has reached and served over 15 million people. She's a renowned motivational speaker, author, leadership trainer, and success coach. And for more than 25 years, Constance has been providing private coaching and training to help her clients create and live their best life. She's an absolute master of law of attraction. You guys are going to learn so much in this interview. So without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome back to the M Makes Money Show. I am so happy to be here with Constance Arnold. Constance, thank you so much for joining me today.
0: You're welcome. I'm excited.
1: Me too. So <laughs> I have the joy of being on your podcast and These reciprocal ones are my favorite because I feel like we already kind of know each other. And now I get to learn more about you. So I am super curious to hear your backstory and how you got into Law of Attraction.
0: Long story short, I have a counseling and a therapy background. I always knew that there was more, more to God, more to spirit. I grew up in a good old Baptist church. I'm from the South. In 2009, I was supposed to get married. I had listened to The Secret and had been just curious. I've always been a platform speaker. But in 2009, I fell and I broke my ankle. And the doctor said, Constance, you have to be in a wheelchair. Girlfriend, you can't put no weight on your ankle. You need to heal for two months. I had just bought a new condo. But a month earlier than that, my fiance, who I was supposed to get married to, said this is not going to work because remember the 2007, 2008 real estate market crash. And I'm lying in my bed because I can't walk on my, I moved into my new condo. Somebody had to live with me, unpack for me. And I'm lying in my bed with my eyes closed. And I'm like, what, God, what is going on? And I just heard a whisper. I'm not saying an audible voice, but I just felt like the spirit said to me, Law of Attraction Radio Network. And I'm like, what? And so I wrote it down and uh, I contacted the founder. And that was the beginning of me doing my radio show. But I was hungry. I was thirsty. I knew that there was more to spirit, life, God. I've always been an out-of-the-box Thinker and mover and shaker, but I just knew that there was more than just what I had been exposed to. I Mm -hmm. read every book, went to every seminar, but I wanted that more inner spiritual touch. So that's sort of like my journey. I was hungry, I was starving. I never believed that you had to work hard for money. I didn't have it Mm -hmm. when I was a child, but I knew that money should come to you easy, but I didn't know how.
1: Wow. Okay, I'm so curious. Given that you grew up in the Baptist church, were there any beliefs that needed to shift for you around? I just find that often with Christianity, it's like God is so big, then it actually just makes us feel so small. And oh, yeah. And with law of attraction, I feel like it part of it is reclaiming our power in the co-creative relationship. Did you always have that? Or did you have to sort of rewrite that for yourself?
0: Oh, no, honey, I had to write an encyclopedia. I grew (laughs) up in a good old Baptist black church. And this is the funny part, Emily. And I married a Methodist minister. (laughs) And one of the reasons that we got divorced was because I knew that there was more. So we saw God as punitive. It was performance based. If you don't give your tithe, you're going to be cursed. You're not going to be blessed. And I kept saying, surely a loving God, why would a God send me to hell? And why would there be a devil? So I began to question those things. It didn't Mm -hmm. sit right with me. And that really began my search. And that's why I believe I have a large audience because they know when people say, are you still a Christian? I say, God is bigger than the Bible. And when I say that, man, I get all kind of email. (laughs) Oh boy, all kind of hate mail. God is bigger than the Bible. And that I would say that I am more of a spiritual being now Mm -hmm. that I do believe the Christ within, but I had to unravel all of that. There were many years when I felt alone, Emily, because I'm like, that's not true. God is not punitive. God is not mad at us. God is not angry with us. So for me, it was years of unraveling, of uh, changing my way of thinking. And being an African-American woman, you got to go to church every Sunday and every Wednesday. But I began to question And my curiosity began to just expand. And when I began to see people who were just using universal principles, I'm like, something, I smell a rat, something isn't right here. So yes, it was years of changing my paradigm, of really sometimes losing friends, Mm -hmm. and really just some isolation while I change my belief systems.
1: And if there's someone listening to you that's like, I want to change my belief systems, but I don't know how to do that. Where's the starting point?
0: I think the starting point is whatever is showing up in your life repeatedly is a sign that something, you have a belief system around, we're going to say money. And so if you're always broke, if you always are struggling, If you always get jobs where you're not paid a lot of money, that is a sign because what I didn't know back then was you're constantly objectifying your consciousness of what you truly believe. And so just take a look at your life and let's just say you're always struggling. Uh, being the therapist that I am, Emily, I would tell people to just take a blank piece of paper and write down at your core, what do you really believe you got to work hard for money? One of my beliefs was if you're African-American woman, you're going to have to work 10 times harder. We were told that Yeah. you got to be work 10 times harder and smarter. And then my other belief was, well, you can't make your own money. You got to marry money. And I did. But I would say to the person, write down on that piece of paper, what do you believe when you lie your head on the pill at night? What in your core? Are you afraid of money? Are you thinking, well, I could never get that job because I don't have a degree? Write down those core beliefs. Because we know that, Emily, so interesting that those beliefs are formed in us usually by the time we are seven, because children are in the vibration of the theta state until they are seven. That's why they can absorb so much. What was your childhood like? What did you hear? My father used to say, Constance, we can't afford that. And, in my mind, I said to myself, "Man, when I grow up, I'm gonna buy everything I did, and that's exactly what I did. I would say, "Look at your childhood. What did it feel like in your house, or was it tense? Were there a lot of arguments around money? And just look at your own life because it is an outpicturing of what you truly believe, deep down in your gut, deep down in your core. Write those down, and then I would say, What can you begin to believe? It might be something as simple as I am open to the unlimited abundance and prosperity that it is available to me to receive. Now, you may not know how. Begin with something simple. Begin to meditate. Meditate means to roll in your mind over and over again. Begin to think about, begin to feel what would it feel like to have all of the money? So you embody, you become one with, and you own that new empowering belief. And then from that place, eventually your life will really manifest abundance.
1: I love how you said, ask yourself, what can you begin to believe? And even the example that you gave was like, I am open to... The idea of, I think sometimes we think with affirmations that we have to be so resolute and it's like, it's that little opening. Can I begin? Can I be mm-hmm. open to this? And when we say it that way, then our body has so much less resistance to it. Oh, okay. You know, the, you I can know, be open.
0: That is so true, Emily, because a scientist have shown that everything is pure energy, And just a tiny shift in our energy, we're light, but a tiny shift in our energy begins to move the atoms in our lives. And then they're going to attract other atoms. So maybe if you've been struggling, you can't believe I'm a millionaire, but can you believe I am beginning to become open to learn and receive more abundance and prosperity. Start there and baby step your way with that. And when you do that consistently with just a little bit of faith, a little bit of, I can believe that, then all of the atoms in the world begin to shift Mm -hmm. and align with that one belief. Yes, Can I share a quick story?
1: Yes, please. Uh,
0: I, I know of one guy, he was illiterate, didn't hardly know anything, couldn't hardly read good, but he said all he knew was, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He took that one thing. That's what he thought about. He would meditate on it while he was working, just a minimum wage. And he would go and meditate, he said, like in a little quiet space. He didn't know anything about the stock market. And then he just began to read up on it. Long story short, that one vibration, because we know meditation and, and the thinking is vibrational. That one vibration, he invested in his first stock, didn't know anything about it. He said that he began to get downloads from the universe or from the spirit or from God. And the spirit would say, invest in craft foods. I'm just using that. Yeah. He became a multi, multi millionaire with that one mantra. Mm. So I want to say to people just get one and start there and begin shifting energy.
1: And do you find that there are any myths or misconceptions in the world of law
0: of attraction? Oh, honey, do we have time? (laughs) I think that one myth is, and I've interviewed probably every quote unquote, famous expert in the law of attractions, I basically heard it all and walked it out. I think that a lot of people think that all you need to do is like attracts like. That's true. And so they get a vision board. I just told somebody this morning, hey, getting a vision board is a great start, but I want you to get the vision on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. Pull it down from that wall and get it inside of you. But I think that a lot of people are very outside principle-centered. And by that, I mean, okay, I'm going to get a vision board. I'm going to do my affirmations. I'm going to see myself already having it. And that's the law of attraction. I believe the myth is that it's outside, but really the truth is law of attraction is inside. And let me give a great example. If you want more money, this is the money show. I would say that you go inside by beginning to possibly use that affirmation that I said, and then begin to see yourself, something small, see yourself. What would it look and feel like for you if you had more money? We're inside. What would that feel like? What would you be doing? Who would you be with? How philanthropic would you be? What would you be wearing? What would your conversations be? So I would say one myth is that everybody thinks it's just a vision board, but really it's that inside self-talk of who you are. What do you believe you can be, do, and have? Who are you? I'm a child of God. I'm a powerful manifester. I'm one with God and one with all there is. And that as you gradually begin to shift your paradigms, which is nothing more than what you think, believe, feel, say, all your past experiences, that you're really not attracting, you're vibrating out you're being or becoming abundant. That word, that's a transformational word that ain't overnight, y'all. You are becoming more prosperous in your thinking. And as you do, little things begin to happen to you. So I would say, go inside. I love that.
1: And I think any of us who sort of step into this type of work, Ultimately, we become our own best testimonial. So I would love for you to just share with our audience, like, what are some of the transformations that you've had? And Mm -hmm. some can be non-monetary because those are super important. But also, I would love for us to just talk about the money as well.
0: Okay, let's talk about money. Grew up with a great mom and dad. My father only made probably $100 a month. I didn't know anybody with money. We lived on air property, et cetera. I was the first person in my community to even get a master's degree. You're talking about pressure and felt like I had to perform, but it was something in me. I said that it was a spirit. I'm like, I always liked the best, desired the best. It was just something in me that when I saw beauty, when I saw luxury, something on the inside of me really leaked went to college, got my master's degree. And I'm like, how in the world am I going to ever get some money helping folk?" So I married money and that did not work. I just began to go inside like I shared. And I worked for corporate America. I'm too out of the box for corporate America. And then I became a school counselor. And I knew that it was time for me to go, Emily, when the kids came in, I'm like, I'm getting ready to they might have to call the Department of Family <laughs> and Children's Services. I'm getting ready to pinch one of these little kids that keep coming up in here. But I begin to, I knew that my gift was platform speaking. I had been doing a lot of speaking, a lot of free pro bono. I mean, I would speak if brown bag situation, call me, I'm there. And yep. so I had been doing a lot of that, but in my mind, I began to see it. And so I did a lot of meditating and I got a download that just when I say a download, just an idea, a hunch said, prepare for that which you wish to experience. So I was great at training and I just prepared some modules on self-esteem and just general counseling stuff. But I saw myself making money, et cetera. So a friend of mine said, there is a lady in Dublin, Georgia, which is two hours away from Atlanta South, that's looking for someone to speak on Dress for Success. And I'm like, I don't want to drive to Dublin. This is a point for listeners. You never know the one showing up for yourself time that's going to open big doors. So I showed up and it wasn't, I didn't think that it was my best presentation because that's not my bag. So when I got through, the lady came up to me and she said, You were so wonderful. I said, Thank you. She said, I have $200,000. When she said that, because I could barely put gas in my car at that time, and she said, I have $200,000 that I need to use before the end of the physical year, she said, Would you be open to, I'm like, where can I sign on the dotted line? I mean, can we do it right now? And so that was the beginning of me making my first six figure deal, and for twenty years, I would say I made millions really doing those contracts, and it started with me just showing up with that one thing. But on the inside, i I prepared, I was ready. And I was expecting every time I had the opportunity to speak, this could be it because you never know who's listening. I'm a big proponent of planting seeds, of serving. What can I give? It's a universal law. When you're planting seeds, when you're serving, it comes back to you. And I have been on some of the major platforms of the world. That's one money story. You want to hear another one? Yeah everything I got. So went through my divorce, I filed bankruptcy. And so when you file bankruptcy, you know, I felt shame, shame on you. Shame says there's something wrong with you. Guilt says you did something wrong. I felt shame. Oh my God, what if somebody finds out? Well, everybody found out. But I began to change my thinking that doesn't define me because I knew of the wealth that was on the inside of me. So my first condo that I bought, and I tell people, just show up. When you show up, money will show up for you. I have a friend, Jaden Sterling. He says, big money is looking for big ideas. And so I just began to think big. Okay, this is my condo. I would go over there and drive every day. I made my friends go over there. I said, this is where I'm going to be living. I got bankruptcy on my record now. But I tell you, when you shift your paradigm, the entire universe will come to support you financially in very surprising ways. Long story short, the realtor, he was a broker. He said to me, he said, Constant, I like you and you're doing so much good. He said, I got a special lady that's going to help you. Don't worry about the closing costs. I'm going to handle everything. So I shared that particular story for people who may think, That, oh, I don't have the money to buy a car. But if you get in the vibration, what is the vibration to me? It's the feeling, it's the thinking, it's the expectation. My thing is, if God has to go past 7 billion people to get what you are holding in your imagination, that will happen. And that's what I did. So Mm. for anybody who's listening, who might be saying, well, you two got it going on. I don't have a lot of money. Become wealthy in your thinking. That's what I did. I got a million stories, but I'm going to stop there.
1: Okay. That is super helpful though. And I think just to take it further, maybe you can share what does life look like now? How much money flows in? Does it all flow in through your business? Or do you have lots of ways that money comes to you?
0: I learned a powerful lesson. It took me years to learn this, Emily, that God or spirit is my unlimited source and supply. Not my business, not my coaching, not my speaking. And so I do have avenues, but that's my center point. So if I start looking at, oh, I just finished a retreat also. Oh, if I do X number of retreat, then I'm going to make X number of dollars. And in my business I only move as I am led to move. If I feel like I need to do something by the end of the year, I'm doing that from a place of abundance, not trying to get yes. something. Uh-huh. So when you're in that of av- abundant vibration, because I've been there where I'm like, well, I'm going to do seminar every month and make X number of dollars. So money right. flows into me. I get unexpected money all of the time. I have a affirmation that I say, because money has the ear because it's vibrational. We live in a vibrational universe. Everything vibrates and it's energy. And I say, money, I'm talking to you. Today, you come to me from the North, West, East, and South. I believe that with everything in me. I look at the map. I know where the North is, the West, the East, the North and the South. And money comes to me from surprise places, but it also comes to me through my coaching. I still have my consulting business and through my retreats. And of course, I do my radio show and people make contributions there. But I've learned the hard way, Emily, you don't limit the spirit. I'm finite. God is infinite there are unlimited possibilities and opportunities for money to get to all of us.
1: Yes. I love that because I do find that sometimes like when we find ourselves doing math or writing out business goals, it's like taking all of the infinite possibilities and putting it down to the one way that we end up getting attached to. And we think, well, it's got to happen this way. And it's like, No, it doesn't until we believe it does. And then all of a sudden God's like, oh, okay. So I had so many cool plans for you, but you want me to thread that needle? I mean, all right,
0: it's gonna take more
1: time. It's gonna be harder.
0: It is. I had to learn that the hard way because I was so fixed on because I got repeated contracts year after year, decade after decade. Then all of a sudden they said, Constance, the federal government has changed. And since I had been such a baller traveling all over the world, Emily, doing this, doing this, paying for that, I wasn't really ready for it. And that's when I got the powerful download of God is my unlimited source and supply. Mm. In the quantum world right now, there are unlimited possibilities and probabilities just waiting for you to focus on so I would say don't get fixed on one thing be open yeah just be open you may say God I don't know how but I'm open to new ideas new opportunities new methods new ways of doing things new connections and just see what happens
1: And I think this is something in the law of attraction work that sometimes feels like a conundrum for people. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, we're saying, get so specific, the vision board, what's it going to look like? How's it going to feel? And internalizing that. And then on the other hand, we're saying, be open to any which way and any experience. So do you have any guidance for people around that balance between specificity and receptivity? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, if you look at the universe, the universe is very detailed. And I tell people, what do you want? Let's start with that. What do you want? Write it down or type it up. And at first, you may be very general. I want a new home. Oh, I want a new home in Arizona. I want a new home in Arizona, split level. What is swimming pool in the back? So I would say be very, just be general and then narrow it in certainly, because what that does is that causes you to focus. We know that wherever your attention goes, energy flows. And then I would take a look at your belief system. What do you believe about what you just wrote down? Those core beliefs again. And then I would say, what baby steps can you begin to take? that align with that dream? What kind of support? I call it creating your dream team. Do you need some other folk to help you who might be more experienced? Do everything you know how to do in the natural, but then you have to detach from how it's going to show up. I just had a friend call me yesterday. She used to be my chef until she got famous and You know how that goes, Emily. But she said, My grandmother just deeded me her home, and I'm so shocked. That's a prime example. But in her law of attraction world, she was trying to buy an apartment in New York. So I would say that the universe, once again, has a million ways to get to you what you desire. Certainly be specific, write it down, have a plan take baby steps, see yourself already be doing and having the thing, but you've got to get rid of rigidity and almost detach, like Deepak Chopra said, from how it is going to manifest. I think you got to be flexible, flow in the spirit. Okay. I thought I should apply at banks to get this new house, but maybe people on your dream team, those are just people who believe in you They got a clear vision of what you want. They going to help you. I say they help you in the weak areas of your life, but you got to detach from it. And like uh, Mike Dooley said, detach from the cursed house, (laughs) certainly take baby steps. But I think that's where faith comes in. Faith that I do not know how, but I am trusting this loving, giving spirit who loves me and adores me so much. To empower me, the same spirit that created the universe is in you to bring this to pass in my life. So you have to be specific but detached. Okay, I love that. Hmm. Now
1: you have a therapy background and you're a master teacher in law of attraction. In therapy, at least my perception is that often (laughs) we go into the pain or into the trauma or into the problem. And with law of attraction, it's sort of like, just think a better feeling thought and just change how you feel. And that changes your point of attraction. And there is some talk out there that law of attraction is spiritually bypassing. It's like just dancing around the shadow work and dancing around the trauma and just trying to think and feel your way into something great without dealing with the shit. What do you say to
0: that? (laughs) I say, I get that. Now, as a therapist, I don't believe you have to stay in your stuff forever. But I believe we're body, soul, and spirit. And our soul is where our stuff is housed. Our subconscious mind, everything that has ever happened to us, every emotion, every feeling, our past, every trauma is stored there. And since the subconscious rules and directs, 95% of our lives, and we don't even know that it's controlling us, you got two programs running simultaneously. So when you may consciously say, I want more money, but doggone it, that subconscious is going to always win and be most dominant. So as a therapist, I ask people, let's take a look at really what's been holding you back, What are your blocks? And I call it a way to really, we're taking the debris off. It's kind of like if you've been in a hurricane, we're taking all of the debris out so that you can be creative and the law of attraction can flow through a clear place in your consciousness. And so I don't believe, and God help me, I I might be wrong, but I believe that a healed soul makes healthy choices. A healed soul, which is what I told you, your past experience changes the view of how you see yourself. Your healed soul changes your perspective. It changes your identity where you can say, wow, abundance is my birthright. And you really believe it because you dealt with that trauma from your childhood. You've dealt with that trauma from that last relationship. Etc., and I see people and have worked with people who try to bypass it because, baby, whatever is in you is going to come out. Yeah, they get the money. I'm talking about I've worked with some celeb football players 40 million dollars, and then seven years later, they don't have any money. Why not? Because Mm -hmm. they never dealt with that trauma, they still had a lack consciousness. So they bought 10 houses and 10 Ferraris and 10 everything else. They never had a wealth consciousness. So I say, give yourself the gift of healing your soul, healing your trauma, and really from those places, wealth and abundance can come. I'm sure you've heard this, Emily. Your mess is your message. Mm -hmm. Your mess turns into your ministry. So we've heard of people who just went through trauma and then they said, well, I got healed of drugs and then I had a mental health issue and then more people start following them. And it was their mess that was healed that turned into the message that attracted wealth.
1: I love that so much. And that's been my experience for myself and with my clients is like, Mm -hmm. you really can't bypass. And Mm -mm. so it's both and we lay in the trauma but we don't just try to think better feeling thoughts. It's like you do some healing and you shift your point of attraction. You do some healing and you shift your point of attraction.
0: You said that so eloquently. And usually with my clients, simultaneously, I have them, we're healing over here, but over here we're shifting. And so simultaneously we're doing the same thing. Totally. I love Mm -hmm. that so much. I love your questions.
1: Oh, thank you. You're such a fun person to interview, and I love your life experiences that you worked with celebrity football players and in corporate and just all different kinds of people.
0: Something just came to me, and since I am an African American woman, I can say this, and I get the question all of the time Well, because of my background, because I'm a minority, because of oppression and all of that, can I still attract money? And I'm not denying that any of that happened. Y'all, y'all can see I'm a black woman, but I believe that, yeah, it may take a little bit more work, but man, when your spirit is so much stronger, bigger, bolder, once you hear your soul, than all of that. I just wanted to throw that in because I get that question all of the time.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you're very tuned in and mm-hmm. you were tuned into the question that I had, which is. I think it's important for coaches to acknowledge privilege and acknowledge when there are parts of the deck that are stacked against you. Being female, it is harder. Being mm-hmm. a woman of color, it is harder. However, it's like is tricky for me is acknowledging it and also making sure that it's like, we don't want to attach to any sort of victim story, because it just means that your rise gets to be like that much more inspiring and empowering for you, your family tree, your lineage, your whole community.
0: Yeah. Somebody asked Oprah Winfrey. She was driving. Of course, she wasn't driving. She was sitting in the back of her limo and they were at a stop sign and whoever was with her said, Oprah, what's the difference between you and that person sitting over there in that car. And she said, I always believed above my color and the conditions that she was in because her grandmother said to her, You're going to be a washwoman washing mm-hmm. other people's clothes. So there does have to be an acknowledgement. If your environment has been one of poverty, if all you have ever seen has been lack. I mean, I acknowledge all of that, Yeah. but I tell people a mind is a terrible thing to waste. What can we begin to do with your mind? Mm -hmm. How can we get you a more exposure? I remember when I didn't have a lot of money, I would go to the Ritz-Carlton And I'm like, okay, I can pay for valet parking, have a cup of tea. They're going to give me these little tea cakes. And I would go there and sit decades ago. I said, one day, be able to spend the night here. So I think it's a change of mindset for all minorities who are listening. It's a change of exposure. We're not denying that's your past. It's a change of exposure, a change of thinking a mindset change, and then begin to baby step your way. It may take you longer. Okay, for some of my white and my European clients who said, I feel guilty because I'm privileged and I am privileged. I'm like, I don't know all the ways of God, but since you acknowledge that, how, if you desire to do so, how can you help others? Do you want to do that? How can you share some of your experiences with others? To help elevate them. Yeah. And so, as a therapist, you know, this as a coach, you do have to acknowledge where people are. One of the
1: things that's so special about you, Constance, and just your story is you were always willing to believe it until you saw it. I just yeah. love that visual of you being in the Ritz. And it was like you just held the belief despite any other circumstances until your outer environment matched. Mm-hmm your belief. And that's really what it's all about. And you're such a living example of that.
0: Well, thank you for that. And I did that with everything. You got time for a quick story. Long story short, I was buying another house and I was in my condo. I'm like, it's time to move on up, moving on up. So I was buying it from this lady that was a flight attendant. And so I said, while you are gone, can I come and lie in the hammock? She had a hammock on the screened-in porch so that I could see myself already living here. I know she was like, this woman is kind of weird. She said, sure. So I would go, didn't have the financing yet, and I put my, I would lie in the hammock, and I would live in the inn, not knowing all the details of how it's going to come to pass, and say, wow, this is my new home. I would listen to the birds. I would take me a cup of coffee in my coffee mug, this is where I'm going to sit and have breakfast. So I saw myself with it on the inside. The Bible says, whatever you imagine will not be withheld from you. So I just held that in. I made my friends come on. I said, hey, look at my new house. And they're like, oh, not again, Constance. Here we (laughs) go. So I engaged them And every night before I went to sleep, I saw myself driving in that driveway, already having what I desired, didn't know all the how, but it is mine and it is mine now. And when you're in that vibration of faith and expectancy, a way will be made for you. So
1: Constance, everyone that's listening that wants to connect with you, where do you hang out? How can they find you?
0: Well, honey, they can find me on Instagram and my assistant said, get this right now. Instagram and TikTok is Law of Attraction Constance. Of course, I have over 700 archive shows on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. I get tired just saying that. (laughs) Uh, Facebook is Coach with Constance, Twitter, LOA Constance. And of course, uh, YouTube is Constance Arnold.
1: Amazing. So we will make sure all of those are in the show notes. And then my final question, one of my missions is to help women discover and embody their luxe life. So I would love to hear from you. What is your definition of
0: your luxe life? I would say my definition of my lux life is to be a demonstration first, to be a demonstration and a light and to walk in that, live in that, and be that, and then give people insight, healing, and strategies to move them from where they are to where they desire to be.
1: You're amazing. You are such a gem. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: I hope I didn't tell too many of my stories, but it's a, are you no are such amazing? Thing. And, you know, as a friend said, if I'm amazing, I'm just a reflection of you, my sister.
1: I love that. Well, what a joy reflecting back to each other, all of our gifts and everything that we're doing. Thank you. Isn't Constance such a gem? I just love her. And she is so on mission. I think this woman is relentless in her desire to help others live their best life, and it just oozes out of her. And I have so much respect and admiration as well for people who did not grow up in the generation of technology. And this woman is on TikTok. She's on YouTube. Like She's utilizing all of this modern technology to get her message across. I just love that so much. So make sure that you connect with her on whatever platform works for you. I always love Instagram. So she's at law of attraction constants and let her know that you listened to the show and what your takeaways were. Here are mine. Number one, you've got to bring your belief inside of you from the vision board into your body. Number two, Using affirmations like, I'm open to beginning to see that I'm made for wealth really helps us become more receptive without running into so much resistance. Number three, can you believe it until you see it? Putting yourself into that end state, like Constance did at the Ritz and laying in the hammock at her neighbor's house, like putting yourself into that end state and knowing that what you want is on its way. Number four, the subconscious mind always wins. So if we try to spiritually bypass, it will catch up with us, but we can heal and shift at the same time. And number five, God is my infinite supply, not my business, not my spouse, not my bank. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are going to love the next episode as well. I'm interviewing the incredible Jana Kingsford, who is a mother of four. She was a teen mom turned millionaire. So make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be an incredible episode. If you've been loving the show, please leave a review. Please share it with a friend. Please put it on social media and let me know that you're listening. It really helps so much. It's an easy and free way to lend your support. And you guys are the reason that this show exists. So thank you as always for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Listeners like you make this show what it is. So thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, leave a review and share this show with someone you love. I always appreciate listener feedback. So feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram at mmakesmoney as well. And if you wanna explore hiring me as your money healer and business mentor, head to emilywilcox.com to explore. Until next time, I'm sending you all the magic money vibes.